Welcome to Top 10 Thursdays. Thursdays. I'm my grandfather now. <laughs> I'm your host, John Lemmy. Joining me, as always, is John Ani. Hey. And Colin Westman. Hi there. And uh, the fourth mildly pleased man, Mr. Matt Carstens. Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's funny when you say it like that, mildly pleased man. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's harder than demore.org when it was, you know, we could just... We call it the podcast and I always be morticians. It. Yeah, everyone hated Demore.org. That's why we changed no, it. No, I didn't hate Demore.org. I just hated the podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. That was the best part of having <laughs> That's that like made. something you take a dump in. <laughs> it's disgusting, John. This week we're talking about our most anticipated movies of the year. Because if we did most anticipated video games, no one would have anything to say but me. Mm-mm. What's your problem, guys? Uh, and also, due to laziness, only John and I actually have lists to go through. And you can't really narrow it down to one list. So we're going to do two for the price of one this week. John's going to read off his list, and I'll read off mine. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Matt, your thoughts on the matter? Uh, <laughs> That's the kind of optimism we're looking for. All right, John, let's start this thing off. Your least most anticipated movie of the year. The Avengers. Boo! <laughs> well, I, I'm not. I guess I'm not that excited. Well, it's it's on my top ten, so that's good. But I'm not really excited for the Avengers because the fact that I've seen all these characters already in other movies, so like I don't know what's new yet, you know. And there hasn't really been a really good trailer. Well, I'm glad we're doing this right in front of Super Bowl Sunday when surely there will be a trailer. So there will be. Maybe there's something in there that's cool. They'll introduce some other, like, maybe some aliens or something or whatever. Throw some other shit in. I guess we haven't seen the Hulk yet. But aside from that, I don't know. I mean, I'm not that excited to see these guys be around together. But uh, I'm sure it'll be fun. Well, fuck uh, you, John, because it's my number one. It's my most anticipated movie wow, the whole year. Way to break the list. You know, yeah, sure, this, broken open. Oh my god, my anticipation is off the charts. You uh, act like I'm saying like I hate this movie. <laughs> it's on my top ten most anticipated movies of the year. Like if I did a top ten of things I like and you had the same thing, but it's just lower, and you go fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my list. What do you want? I owed um, you a fuck you for that stupid time travel remark last time. But uh, for me, I couldn't be more excited because Joss Whedon is the most exciting and interesting director for these kind of movies that Marvel's been putting out. And we've been, what, was 2007 Iron Man or was that 2008? Either way, it's been like five years in the making getting to this point. It's crazy that it's happening. And I couldn't be more excited. I just feel like Edward Norton not being in it just... Ruins everything. Ruins everything? <laughs> uh, it just, like, totally takes the wind out of my, you know. Because I it's, was excited. Yeah. Every movie I saw, I was like, oh, well, this is going to be awesome. They're all it's like nice. they didn't even need to make that movie anymore now. I know, exactly. It's like They should just make it made. again with Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> they should have just got the guy that played the Hulk in the first one. And then 
Yeah. Eric Bana? No. Eric Bana? <laughs> would ruin it. They should just have all the hoaxes. <laughs> it is weird that no one talks about that Incredible Hulk movie at all, ever. It, it really is like it, it is didn't happen. But Mark Ruffalo is a pretty cool guy. He's a pretty laid-back guy to play the Hulk, but he's pretty cool. you got to admit. I don't even know who You don't even know who Mark Ruffalo is. That's all right. You'd know him if you saw him. You saw Zodiac. Yeah. He's like that cop no guy. Thanks to you guys. He liked the uh, animal crackers. Ringing a bell? No? All right. Number nine. Wait, Wait, no, you didn't. You didn't do your number ten, Sean. Oh yeah, I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> Great. Is that a recording? Oh yeah. Uh, Arnold soundboard ruining our body. <laughs> My number ten is Dogfight. Has anyone heard of this movie? No. No. But I will. It is you're going to tell me. It is a movie about two politicians running for office in South Carolina. And these politicians are played by Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Now, I know there are a lot of people out there who are like, oh, God, Will Ferrell. I'm so done with his man-boy act. But I'm not. I have a lot of faith in Will Ferrell. And I have a lot of faith in Zach Galifianakis. And therefore, I think this movie will be pretty funny. Especially, I've heard of this now. It's coming out during the, uh, you know, this year, the big election year. And uh, I think... I think it'll be a good, good time for, you know, everyone's going to be talking about politics all the time pretty soon, if they're not already. A nice, classy comedy about starring the classiest of actors. It's just what I'm looking for. Well, you sold me. I'll go see just about anything with Will Ferrell except for uh, Bewitched. I mean, I saw I saw Blades of Glory and Land of the Lost in theaters. And I actually like Land of the Lost. I'm probably like one of ten people in the country that enjoyed it. That's about as close as a segue we're going to get because we I have got, a... S- I got two cents of it. Oh, shit. You got two cents? <laughs> I just, you know, I haven't heard of that movie, but it, I'm just trying to have, a, you know, su- Vermin Supreme, trying to make a little... <laughs> or, uh, what's that guy? BasilMarceau.com <laughs> Hi, I'm BizMonster.com. Like, I feel like it could be a movie based on those two guys as well. <laughs> hey, sweet. That totally, Sean, you totally reminded me, too, of that other Will Ferrell movie that I was telling you back uh, a while back, um, that Spanish one. Yeah. It's like uh, a Spanish soap opera action movie. That comes out this year. Will Ferrell's doing a movie. It's kind of soap opera-ish, and it's in Mexico, but it's action, where he's playing a Spanish guy, or, Me- or Mexican, um... And he speaks Spanish in the whole movie. He doesn't speak any English. And there's a trailer out, and I don't know. It's totally crazy. Um, I don't know if that's one that could be really funny or just too bizarre, too out there. Because I don't even know if it's going to be a wide release in theaters. But uh, Will Ferrell's got some interesting stuff coming up this year, and I'm definitely going to keep my eyes out for him. Worth noting, Will Ferrell, as far as I remember, didn't actually speak any Spanish before. No, he doesn't. (laughs) It looks pretty funny. It looks funny in the trailer. Funny poster, too. Speaking of weird uh-huh. ideas, Colin's going to be taking us through our dumbest movies of the year. Colin, I think you wanted to start off with Journey to the Forgotten Island or whatever. It's something like that. Well, I've seen the trailer on TV. I didn't see the theatrical trailer. I yeah. did. Oh, really? We saw Beauty and the Beast a while ago, and it was, it was awesome. So this is a sequel to Journey to the Center of the Earth, right? Yes. 
that they couldn't get Brendan Fraser. No, and so they got the sequel's master, The Rock. Yeah, he's king of the sequels, apparently. He does. It has it has it stars the same kid. Oh, um, I, thought, oh. I thought it was like somehow connected for some reason to that Witch Mountain movie. <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's where the advertising campaign totally failed. Like, I first saw the poster, I'm like, what the hell is Journey 2? Journey sequel? What's it a sequel to? Yeah, and I, I saw the first one. It's not clear. They should have just called it Mr. Mysterious Island, which I guess it's a remake because The Mysterious Island is a movie from – isn't that a book too? Like a, a Jules Verne book? Don't I don't quote know. me on The Mysterious Island. I'm not sure if that was the subtitle. <laughs> No, it is the mysterious island. Um, but yeah, Colin, what do you think of the trailer? Um, looks fine, I guess, for a dumb kids movie. I guess is it a kids movie? Yeah. All right. Family fun. Sure. Probably Pete hard PG. I mean, I got nothing against The Rock showing up in sequels that I won't see. Well, I think that's the main question for this sequel. Is The Rock an upgrade over Brendan Fraser? I think at this point in their careers, yes. Probably. That's weird to think. Upgrade. <laughs> There's the time in Brendan Fraser's career when he was in like movies that were like, you know, critically acclaimed, like Gods and Monsters. And now he's in nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Now he's just fat and claps weird. Sure does. Do you, ever, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. If you ever want a good laugh, just uh, look up Brendan Fraser clap. Because there's this thing where he's at the Golden Globes one year, and he's, like, clapping. Like, they cut to a shot of him, and he looks retarded. It's so funny. It's only, like, a couple seconds long, but it is so funny. It's like he couldn't he just, decide if he wanted to clap or point at whoever was making jokes about him on stage. You it's could like, probably find, like, some animated, like, gifs of it, too, where he's just, like, doing it over and over again. But it's funny. Yeah, that really plays on radio. John, you're number nine. Now, my number nine is Prometheus. Prometheus. The new Ridley Scott sci-fi movie about who knows what. It's kind of a vague synopsis. Um, something about the uh, the go to this planet, I guess, and it helps, they're trying to discover something the beginning of time. I have no idea. And the trailer isn't clarify anything. But what is interesting is that it's supposedly set in the same universe as Ridley Scott's movie Alien, which is really cool because uh, Alien uh, world and just everything, that all had such great imagery. So this movie will at least look fantastic. And uh, it's got a good cast and it's got androids in it. So I'm excited, even though I have no idea what it is. I'm uh, I'm with you in that I looked at the trailer and it looked neat. I don't I don't really know anything about it or if it will be good. It looks neat. Saul Casso, uh, Michael Fassbender, Charlize Theron, Guy Pierce, Patrick Wilson, Idris Elba. Ooh, Stringer Bell. Numi Rapace from the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the the Swedish version. I guess she's making her breakthrough into the American mainstream. Well, I think she was in the Sherlock Holmes sequel. Oh, yeah, she was in that. You're right. But it's nice. I'm just glad to see... Stupid little facts. Couldn't get the rock to play a woman. (laughs) (laughs) You tried. Wait, what are we talking about? Uh, Are we talking about Prometheus? Yeah. 
the rock star okay anyway uh, but it's just nice to see really scott do something that doesn't have russell crowe and that i actually want to see because he's been kind of off doing his own stuff for a while and it's just been really like bleh, who cares so i see him return to sci-fi you know this is the guy that brought us alien this is the guy that brought us blade runner and now he's returning to sci-fi with something that seems pretty original. It's out there. I'm excited. Uh, it comes out in June, July. I don't know. But it'll be sweet. I hope. Definitely want to keep our eyes on. My number nine is Brave, the new Pixar movie. I forgot about Brave. There you go. Uh, it's a girl. She's like a warrior, I guess. I haven't... If there is a trailer, I haven't seen it. There is a trailer, but it doesn't really tell you anything. It's that's still kind of a mystery too. Sure, I saw the trailer. It looked like it showed a lot. Uh, I've only seen the one word. Well, then, then you then tell yeah. me, Kong. What's like it about? Yeah, that's it. Uh, I can't remember. It's got Scottish people in it. That's sure all it I can tell you. Yeah, but there's something about they keep talking about a curse, a curse, but I, they don't say in the trailer what it is. And you know what? I don't really need to know because it's a Pixar movie. That, that'll be the fun. Not a Cars sequel, so I'm pretty excited to see it. It looks good. It would have been on my list if I had remembered it. And now we're back to Colin for a dumb movie. Colin, Wrath of the Titans. Oh, Wrath of the Titans. I don't know anything about this movie. It's a sequel to Clash of the Titans. Doesn't which, have the rock, Colin. I don't think so. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. I think they probably got the guy who starred in the first one. It was Sam Worthington, correct? Sam Worthington. You are correct. And I think, yeah, he's in it. <laughs> You're telling me... I'm not going to see it, because I didn't okay, see the okay. first one. But if they put The Rock in it as Achilles, would you see it? Uh, no, but I... <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, good for The Rock, making it one more movie. Good for him. Because that's what I think every time I see him in the sequels. I'm not going to see him, but, you know, he seems like an all right guy. John, you saw Clash of the Titans and liked it. I like, yeah. God, I feel like I like all these shitty movies. Turning into everything I hate. Um, I liked it. The monsters were really cool. The characters were really bad. Well, not, I don't know. Ray Fiennes does a good job. He's always good at playing villains. He's Hades. I think he's back for this one. Uh, Liam Meeson's back, I think, too, but he was pretty bad. Not bad, just like his character's totally just lame, and his armor was so blinding. But the monsters are cool. Um, and I, I, I seem to recall, at least in Clash of the Titans, they actually looked like they are on location for most of it. There wasn't a lot of, like, green screen stuff, you know, like Revenge of the Sith type stuff, where you know that there's just a guy in a green room reacting to stuff. It actually looks like they're at the location, so... You know they they try they try at these movies. They didn't need to make them, but couldn't have timed that a little better. There. <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna play. Release the kraken. What was gonna play? That. I don't, I don't know if can... Oh, you can't hear that. Nancy's playing "Release the Kraken" over and over. Uh, I just played it once and then game. It felt like a lifetime. <laughs> trying to be topical with sound. It's just annoying. That's what radio is all about. Now, John, can you release your number eight? My number eight is World War Z. Not Zed. What? Not Zed. You're going with Z. World War... Uh, maybe Zed. I'm pretty sure it's World War Z. 
Yeah. Based off the book World War Z? Yeah. By Max Brooks? Are you familiar with this? I know it exists. Well, okay, so World War Z is a book um, by Max Brooks. It's the sequel to the Zombie Survival Guide, so it's about zombies. But it's not like a narrative book. It's a bunch of individual accounts that kind of comprise a book. And they're making that into a movie that's supposed to come out December, and it stars Brad Pitt. Um, Since it didn't have a narrative, I don't really know what it's about, except that it's a zombie movie. Brad Pitt's had a pretty good uh, track record lately. He's been pretty consecutive with his last couple of projects. So I like to think that him being attached to this project is a good sign that um, it'll be entertaining. But who knows? Because there's no trailer. There's really nothing. There's no synopsis. What there is is a, one of those fake trailers. Uh, like we all made fun of you when you really liked that uh, War of the Worlds trailer. Or, no, no it's I'm Legend. 2012, whatever it was. 2012, yeah. It was just using old footage from old mo- from you know actually fairly recent movies. I liked that trailer. But uh, that trailer, <laughs> it's good. When I looked up World War Z, uh, the like uh, it was I think it was on a list of someone else's most anticipated movies of the year. They had posted a, a video of the trailer, but it was actually just a bunch of clips from zombie movies. And I thought, oh, other people made that mistake too. That's hilarious. So you're not alone, John. Someone agrees with your pick and your mistake. My number eight is Lincoln, because I believe it will actually come out this year. I know we've been saying that for like five years now. But we've we've seen the photos of Dan Day-Lewis just with his Lincoln haircut and regular clothes looking surprisingly like Lincoln. He looks just like wardrobe. him. Yeah. And Steven Spielberg, I liked War Horse well enough. I didn't see Tintin, but I hear it's good enough. I feel like Steven Spielberg can still direct entertaining things. So I'm going to be excited to see it eventually this year. Who knows when? No, don't shake your head at me. I believe. I think it'll come out. I'm, I'm guessing like a December release. Probably. It's like, because it's in production. It's not just going to never come out. Like, let's not release it, you know, just to piss everyone off. Or maybe... That'd be a pretty good strategy. To it's like a cover off, for something. They're not actually making a movie. They're just pretending to make a movie so they can steal a big diamond. Maybe Steven Spielberg is secretly making a movie about all the presidents. Well, I did it together. We call it isn't, the 44. Isn't Ben Affleck making a movie right now that's, that's a true story about the people who are making a movie, but they weren't really making a movie? They were, like, investigating something? Argo. Sure. Never mind. I'm not going to talk about something that I have no idea what I'm talking about. So. Speaking of talking about things we have no idea what we're talking about, Colin, G.I. Joe 2, your thoughts? Well, this one also has The Rock and not really any of the returning cast from the first movie, except for Channing Tatum. But I guess that's okay, because apparently the story's like, all the G.I. Joe are dead, we're all that's left. And they gotta fight Cobra, takes over the White House, puts snake eyes on it, makes it look really scary. (laughs) So I'm probably not going to see that one, since the first one, from what I hear, is a piece of crap. I saw it. Yeah, my good friend John (laughs) told me that one. (laughs) I didn't know you had seen that. Yeah, I saw it because... 
I was bored and hey, it's like, hey, it's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. It can't be that bad. But it was. It was unwatchable. Is you know, <sighs> Channing Tatum so far, just what I've seen is just awful, which is tough to say because I'm this the a movie's going to be in. I don't know if we're going to talk about it. That's coming up. And I want it to be good. But so far, he's just been terrible. And he's pretty bad, at least in that movie. All, everyone was really bad. It's just like a big toy commercial. I haven't seen the trailer to the new one. If there is one. Is there one? Is there one? You there is a trailer, Sorry. and it has this amazing reveal. After they show you the title, they, The Rock says, Now there's one other guy we got to get on our team. And it's Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. They show some ladies like driving around a car, and Bruce Willis sitting in the back seat just shooting people. And she's like, are, are you okay? And he's like, my, my blood pressure is a little high. Is Brendan Fraser in it? No. Yeah, right. He, it's funny because he was in the first one. Oh, really? <laughs> Bruce, Willis is actually playing, Bruce Willis is actually playing the G.I. Joe character. Like <laughs> Joseph something or other. G.I. Joe. Oh, that just sounds so funny. That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He is the G.I. Joe. So, Colin, once again, I have to ask the question. Is the rock an upgrade over Dennis Quaid? No. <laughs> but he is for a stupid action movie like this. I'd rather have him in a movie like this than Dennis Quaid. I accept your answer happily. John, I believe we're on number seven now. My number seven is uh, This is 40. The new uh, Judd Apatow, which comes out this year, I think. December, yeah. it comes out. Yeah. Remember, it was it was going to come out in like May, and then they gave it a huge bump. Yeah. It's funny as I say these, I got to check them just to make sure. Are they actually? Oh, yeah, they are. They are. But this is 40, um, you know, continues with Paul and Leslie Mann's characters from Knocked Up, which I like because I always thought it was kind of funny how it kind of ended with like, I felt kind of really bad for them, like their portion of the story. I mean, it's realistic and everything, but I always felt like I I, I, I want to know more about how the relation un, relationship unfolds. So then there's this movie. So, hey, it works for me. And uh, the cast so far is pretty good. It's got Albert Brooks and John Lithgow and all sorts of people are showing up in it. So uh, I think it will be good. Certainly worth seeing. Uh, for me, my number seven is uh, Jeff Who Lives at Home, the new movie from the Duplass Brothers, starring who's Jason, Jason, Jason Segel and Ed, uh, Helms. Ed Helms. That's the two. I think <laughs> like Brandon is also in there. Maybe I think so. As the mom. Yeah, uh, there's a poster somewhere. Good to know. Uh, the Duplass Brothers on a roll, I think. Everyone agrees. Everyone I've liked all their movies. I've seen Cyrus, and I didn't really like it. You didn't really like Cyrus? No. Well, that's an interesting problem of yours. I saw their first two, though. They've come a long way. You know? Their, their first Mumblecore movies, they're pretty amateur-looking. I mean, they always, they always had good actors in them. But I feel like the jump... Their movie before Cyrus is Baghead, and just the jump in quality and in stars they got there was is pretty impressive. So I yeah I'd say they're on a roll, and this new one looks like you know it's their 
their typical thing, just kind of a slice of life story. And I like that. Yeah. Should be exciting. Colin, speaking of things that are exciting, this means war. Ah, yes. This means war. The latest film from one of the reigning kings of mediocrity, Mick G. Challenged possibly only by Brett Radner. <laughs> uh, stars, you know, two actors that I like, Chris Pine and Tom Hardy. And Reese Witherspoon, for some reason. Even though she seems considerably older than the two. And they're both, like, trying to... Oh, they're both going out with her... <laughs> And then there's that moment in the trailer where we're like, whoa, we're going out with the same girl. Now we gotta, like, fight each other and stuff. Or something. Close enough. Uh, that trailer's really confusing because it makes it seem like they're using, like, government resources to, f- like, for... Sure they are. That's like the for whole- petty revenge. Like, that's not, that can't be legal. Of course it's not legal. This means war, John. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That's <laughs> so love. unrealistic. I can't suspend my... It's, uh, I can't even wrap my mind around how stupid this looks. <laughs> and I hit on the poster, he goes, it's spy against spy. Because then it just makes me wish it was spy versus spy, the movie. Maybe it is. Secret like should be sweet. No, they're both. No, that'd be terrible. What am I talking about? Poster. Can you imagine if they made that like live action Spy vs. Spy the movie, starring Kevin James Adam Sandler? God, why? Why do you do that? <laughs> I was watching King and Queens today, and Kevin James was hanging up a poster of Big Daddy in his room. Pretty cool. Kevin <laughs> James, is a good guy. He just does really bad his films. <laughs> Including this one I just like, made up. Who's Kevin James in the King of Queens universe? I don't even know how to wrap my mind around that. No, how about number six. six? John, you're number six. My number six is the Amazing Spider-Man. Ooh. Got to take one off my bad list. I don't know why there's so much hate for this movie. I mean, I'll admit it's annoying that they're restarting. But most of the stuff they've revealed about it so far is pretty promising. It's got a really good cast. Uh, Andrew Garfield is well cast, and Emma Stone, uh, Rise Eiffens, Eiffens, never known. Martin Sheen, Sally Field, in ways, in many ways, a better cast. They're going for a more serious tone, I guess, too. So maybe that'll work out. Um, it'll be nice to see him using web shooters, like in the comics. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm all about them trying to make it more like the comics. That's that's cool to me. And that it's got uh, the the lizard, who's one of my favorite. Well, actually, I don't know if I could really say that, because I feel like all Spider-Man's villains are pretty good. So that's just really exciting oh, to see him. the vulture. He's, I like the vulture. He's good in the comics. He would have been bad in a movie. Actually, that's what Sam Raimi was going to do. He was going to make him. He was going to make Spider-Man four with uh, John Malkovich as the vulture. But they're like, no, we're not making this. This is pretty funny. If you guys don't know, the vulture is an old man who wears a suit with wings and flies around. That's it. <laughs> but I mean. We were going to get another Spider-Man movie either way. Either we're going to get Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4 or we're going to get this. And this sounds a lot better. And uh, I feel like there's some pretty good names attached to the screenplay, too. 
It's actually, you know, what's really funny is there's this guy named Alvin Sargent who's like 84 years old, and he's had his name on every single Spider-Man movie except for the third one, which um, he might have even, but Sam Raimi wrote that one with his brother. But Alvin Sargent's your go-to Spider-Man writer, so uh, it, it just there's a lot there's a lot about it that's promising. So I think it's it's much more likely to be good than bad. I will grant you that it probably will be better than the original Spider-Man movie because I haven't watched it recently, but I have a I have a working theory that the first Spider-Man movie was probably way too cheesy and probably not, I I not like I, that well. I still really like the first Spider-Man movie. It's pretty light. It's it's definitely heavy on the sight gags and humor, but it was still a really fun film. So, I mean, thinking of, like, where this could go, like, seeing that they have Gwen Stacy, I don't want to spoil um, anything for people who don't read comics, but, I mean, you guys know what happens to Gwen Stacy, right? Yeah. Are, are, you, are you saying you're worried no. that the the set piece from the first Spider-Man movie at the end could also be a big part of this Spider-Man movie at the end? Well, what I'm saying is, you know what happens to Gwen Stacy is, if they made another one, you probably know where where these this franchise is, what direction it would be going in, and that sounds really cool because I'd like to see them. I don't want to say anything because I wouldn't want to spoil anything about what could happen. So I'll save it for another time. They might make Emma Stone dye her hair back and recast her as Mary Jane, just to throw everyone off. What? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> my, my number six is uh, Master, the new uh, P.T. Anderson movie about Scientology. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Not oh, about Scientology. I'm sorry, not about Scientology. Totally just a story about a science fiction author who creates a religion and how crazy it is. Not about Scientology, though. Nothing to do with Scientology. No one has anything negative to say about Scientology. <laughs> we all respect it. Sean's is really rubbing in the Scientology thing too much. It's just like a movie with like a religion in it that it's compared somewhat to Scientology. Okay, so it's not, not, it's, not a, it's not a parody or something. That's what I'm saying. Not no, about like, Scientology. Is it like like based on true story? I mean, like, is it really about Scientology? As far as I know, it's a movie it's with a fictional religion, and people have compared it to Scientology in the belief system. Gotcha. But yeah. Scientology it's a different thing. doesn't like the movie. Yeah. But it, come on, it's P.T. Anderson. The guy's great. He has not made a bad movie. That I have seen. So what's not to look forward to? Philip Seymour Hoffman probably going to give us another great performance. Joaquin Phoenix making his comeback in that movie. I think he's going to be in there too. We're all ready for that. I'm ready for that. He's good. I'm excited. Speaking of Channing Tatum, Colin, The Vow. Your thoughts? Oh yes, The Vow. Uh, this is a romantic film with Channing Tatum and Rachel McAdams, correct? Correct. Uh, 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 yes, I can confirm that. And, uh, shit, I don't know anything about this movie. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll remind you. I'm sure you've seen the trailer. I have, at least Channing, once. Channing Tatum and Rachel McAdams are deeply in love. Deeply, deeply in love. And they're making out in the car one day, and a truck just hits them. And then that Rachel movie. McAdams wakes up in the hospital, and she's talking to the nurse, and she says, who is this guy? Oh, yeah. And it's Channing Tatum. Oh, my God, she's forgotten their marriage. So now, somehow, these two beautiful people will have to learn to love each other once again. 
Do I smell an Oscar? I remember seeing because uh, I saw two movies. They may have been night, uh, uh, night after night. Because I went to go see Tinker Taylor with Colin, and we saw a trailer for that. And then I saw the artists of you guys. And I saw a trailer for both times, but I feel like they were actually different trailers. One made it seem more like a drama, and the other one almost more like a romantic comedy, or at least a lot lighter than the other trailer made it seem. But both ways, it looked absolutely terrible. It's, and it comes out on Valentine's Day. Oh, how romantic. That's just one of those movies that exists so Max can get laid. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely gonna tell him to listen to this. <laughs> oh my uh, God, it's John, together. you're uh, number five. My number five is Men in Black 3. Here come the Men in Black. I was sure that would be your number one. Uh, but I'm totally seeing it. I think it comes out um, close to the weekend on my birthday, and I'll probably be back around that time. So that's what we're doing. We're Taking gonna, you guys with me. We're going to dress as the men in black. Yeah, we're going as the men in black. Jedi Council. Jedi Council. Kids on Yaddle. Yaddle. They're all yours. Yeah, that guy. He's great. You can put like a t shirt on that's like the long <laughs> the neck goes all the way down my torso. Yeah. Look pretty great. Um, but yeah, it's funny because I remember Men in Black 2 came out and I was really excited. And I saw it and I was like, that was pretty dumb. But as time's gone by, it's kind of grown on me. It is really stupid, but it's still pretty pretty entertaining. And it actually is kind of funny in kind of a dumb way. So like, I don't see any way how this movie could like fail for me. Like, I feel like if it's good, hey, that will be cool. If it's interesting, even if it's dumb, they'll still be like, hey, I like these characters. It's cool to see these aliens. Um, I, let me see. Bill Hader's playing Andy Warhol. I mean, there's, all, there's a lot of little things. So I feel like even if... As a in the grand scheme of things, if it's bad, there'll be a lot of little things that I can enjoy, like the fact that uh, Jermaine uh, Clement is the is the bad guy, stuff, little stuff like that, and Josh Brolin as young K, and it'll be in 3D. So that's a plus for cool. you now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's been what ten years since the last one, so you think that it could be better than the second one? You would think so. We're just going to have to wait and see. Coincidentally, my number five, also a comedy that I believe will be good, but also has a pretty high probability of not being good, is 21 Jump Street. Now, hear me out. Did you guys watch that Red Band trailer ever? Did you ever get around to that? I did. A couple times. It's pretty funny, right? It's, uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good trailer. Uh, I, I, I'm, I was definitely in the camp of this is dumb and they shouldn't be making that before I saw that trailer. But now I'm, I'm pretty convinced that, uh, that those two guys make a good duo. Jonah Hill, as a skinny guy, isn't as unsettling and creepy as I thought it would be. He's still kind of scary. He's kind of little. I feel like he never smiles. He's just always like, looks like perplexed. I know, I know. He doesn't have the muscles to, because they were fat muscles that helped him smile. Fat muscles, the jelly muscles. Uh, you know, Nick Nick Offerman in there in a supporting role. Uh, I think Ice Cube also in a supporting role. Oh, and here's the funny thing: since it's based off the TV show with Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp's actually making a cameo, and that'll be funny, you know, to see him just popping up. Yeah, I don't know. It could be terrible, but 
I, I, I have high hopes. I, I, I believe big. I definitely like that part in the trailer, even though I was I bashed Channing Tatum a lot in this podcast already. I do like the part in the trailer where he's trying to remember like the Miranda rights or something, and he's like, you have the uh, right to be a lawyer. And, you know, Nick Hoffman's like, you have the right to be a lawyer? And Channing was like, well, technically, you know, you do. It's like America. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm, Channing Tatum's not, like, great, but I'm hoping that the supporting cast around him will, like, it almost like the fact that he's not really great will work against funnier people. Like Rob Riggle? Yeah. Rob, Rob Riggle. Putting his tongue back in his mouth. The most talented man in show business. I have a question. I hopefully have an answer. Why isn't Rip Torn in Men of Black 3? I think he is a little bit. I, I, he, not on there. He says he's on Wikipedia. Gotta get deep. Well, the thing is, do you know what Men in Black 3 is about? I probably should have said that. Okay, so Men in Black 3, apparently, at least from what I see from the trailer, something, uh... Some, according to IMDb, he's not in it, John. Yeah, but according to IMDb, Ving Rhames wasn't in Mission Impossible uh, Ghost Protocol. Well, anyways, it's about time travel, so they'll be spending the majority of the movie in the past. Oh my god, Mission Impossible's ruined for you guys who haven't seen it. I'm so sorry. Man, it's not even listening. He's like a quarter of our audience. He's not even listening. <laughs> well, it sounds like the majority of the movie is going to be like in the 60s, so he probably won't be in it too much, but he'll probably pop up. I want to see Rip Torn and Heavy Young Makeup. They probably just do CG like they did in X-Men The Last Stand. Remember there? Well, I think they're going to go with a different head of MIB. I remember reading a long time ago that it was going to be Alec Baldwin was going to be the head of MIB in the 60s, but then he, like, dropped out or that was never real or I dreamt it. (laughs) Dirty Rock joke. Uh, Speaking of weird that it exists, Colin, how do you feel about The Expendables 2? Uh... I don't know. The trailer just like shows like each cast member shooting a gun. It just says their names. But it's got John Claude Van Damme and like all the other people that were in it. And Arnold's shooting a gun, so that looks kind of Chuck Norris. Oh, and Chuck Norris and uh, Thor is in it too for some reason. Chris Hemsworth. I thought it was Thor. Isn't it Thor's brother? What? (laughs) No, it was Chris Hemsworth. It's Liam Hemsworth. Is it you're really? Thinking of, you're thinking of Chris Hemsworth. Liam's Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth has a younger brother, and his younger brother is in this movie. Oh, my God. Thor is not in this, so sorry. Okay, fuck this movie, Sean. <laughs> it's going to be a disaster. Couldn't even get Thor. <laughs> idiots. They had, to, they had to go for Thor Jr. What I don't, what I think is so funny about this is I don't. You guys remember hearing Jean Claude Van Damme saying, "I, I don't want to be in Expendables because the script is bad." Maybe and I was like, "Now he's going to do it." Like, oh, it's this one's clearly superior. It's got Arnold. It's got Arnold shooting a gun. How many movies have that in the last ten years? This would be a great spot for the soundboard, but I got. <laughs> what the fuck did I do wrong? You became a politician. Hi, John. You're number four. 
But yeah, it looks pretty dumb. I don't even get it. Like they think it's going to be better if they put more people in it. I think that's. I'd say that's. I'd say the biggest problem with the Expendables is that the cast was way too huge, and none of the characters. There's no time for character development. Everyone's just a shitty one liner. <laughs> they can't get any of them to play the bad guy. They get yeah. what's they got, his name from Dexter. Yeah. Perfect guy. Oh, David Zayas. And he wasn't even good in that role. It's funny. David Zayas is like, I assume he's like Hispanic, right? But he's supposed to be like a Colombian guy. I didn't even feel like he could do the accent well. Should have just got Dolph Lundgren to be the bad guy. No one likes him. Well, Dol- Dolph Lundgren, didn't he? he remember he was like, like switched sides or something, right? Yeah, something stupid like that. He is dumb. I can't. Dolph Lundgren's a monster like I was talking about. Like, I can't even understand him. But yeah, that looks pretty awful. But Sylvester Stallone wrote the script, so. (laughs) uh, Your number four, John. My number four is Moonrise Kingdom. Hmm. Coincidence. That's also my number four. Sweet. The new Wes Anderson movie, which everyone is saying looks really Wes Anderson-y, which is kind of funny. It's kind of almost like if you did a spoof of like what a Wes Anderson movie looks like, it would be this. Um, but that I'd say that's a good thing. It looks beautiful and uh, great cast. Bruce Willis, Edward Norton. Uh, funny premise, these two kids running off and the whole town's basically looking for them. I, you know, I have no reason to believe it will be bad or anything uh, it looks pretty promising yeah I'm, I'm a lot of people have fallen off the Wes Anderson bandwagon uh, after the Darjeeling limited um, but I, I liked that movie well enough and I really enjoyed Fantastic Mr. Fox so I have no doubt that Mr. Anderson has something wonderful yeah you know I wasn't really into Darjeeling but I still think there's a lot to like about it even if you're not really interested in the story I mean his movies always look amazing and the soundtracks are good so uh, yeah I mean he's still got a pretty good track record I just have no reason to believe like I was saying earlier this would be bad I think this will be uh, pretty cool well awesome well, since we shared that why don't we do uh, number three now as well Maybe number three doesn't Colin have another bad movie he'd like to talk about Eagle. Uh, Battleship or something? Uh, oh, that's going to be the big reveal at the end. <laughs> that was my number one. All right, so Battleship. This is what Hollywood is reduced to. This film has a budget of $200 million. That's fucking Transformers money. Like and it looks putting, like Transformers. It looks like Transformers, except it's Battleship... But it's not about two guys waging war tactically in some sort of way that's smart in any sort of fashion. It's about aliens and robots fighting dudes at sea. It looks awful. Rihanna. It seems... Maybe maybe not. Maybe she's acted many times. Liam Neeson, right? Things I don't even remember being the like latest trailer, but I think he's in it, right? Yeah, yeah, he's got to be the one to say you sunk my battleship. <laughs> what I don't understand is, I guess they they make a movie like this because of the appeal. People are like, oh, well, I used to play Battleship. Let's go see Battleship. <laughs> but like, it's it's about aliens. Like, it's not even the same thing. Why did they call it Battleship? 
I wonder if they just made this movie and then it's like, oh, let's call it Battleship, or if they started with Battleship. They should have made Battle Station. <laughs> Battle Station. Is that a game? It's a game that PlayStation 1. Yeah, Battle Stations. Sounds cool. I'm sure it's great. So, okay, Sean, you got me some pretty good games back in the day. Yeah, I gave you Soul Blade. And Driver and All-Star Baseball. All good games. You, so you still got a pretty good chat track record. Soul Blade is topical because Soul Calibur 5 or 6 just came out yesterday. Cool. Real topical. You're uh, number three, John. My number three is Django Unchained. Awesome. It's also my number three. The latest from Quentin Tarantino. And it is a Western that stars Jamie Foxx as a slave. And I don't know, I guess he's getting like revenge. Is that what he's doing on Leonardo DiCaprio? Mm-hmm. The cast of this is pretty cool. Leonardo DiCaprio and Christoph Waltz and uh, Kurt Russell, Samuel Jackson. All, you, all these kind of people that you'd associate with the Quentin Tarantino movie. And just thinking of him doing a Western, like thinking of all the possibilities, like what it can look like and all the music that's going to be in it, just all the visuals, like it, it's, it's just so exciting. He's just, he's just doing something he's, he's, you know, he really loves. Yeah. We're all Quentin Tarantino fans here. Some of us more than others. You're not a Quentin Tarantino fan, Matthew? You're not even trying to be on this podcast, are you? What do you mean, he controls it all. He's the puppet master. Yeah, it comes aside. Well, like, I feel like even Tarantino's worst movie, which I guess is uh, Death Proof, has some entertainment value. So I, don't, I guess he hasn't really made a bad movie yet. So yeah, if that's his worst movie, he's doing pretty good. He's doing pretty good. Yeah. I feel like some people have some beefs with Jackie Brown, but those people are idiots. Yeah. I wonder who's doing the music to this. That's what I'd love to know. I wonder if it's going to be like RZA or something. Who? He's probably just using old Morricone things. I guess he's probably just using a bunch of old music, and then they'll have like, like it says, like Kill Bill says, like RZA did the soundtrack, but he didn't really do that much. He's just mostly a bunch of songs, and he added in a couple of his own. Well, I bet the RZA's when he came up with those songs. Actually, it's funny. According to the Wikipedia, he's in the movie too. So, uh, cool. Cool. It's got everybody. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Sweet. Don Johnson. All it needs is Steven Seagal. We're talking. Nah. Should be. He was in the first one, wasn't he? Was he? I don't think so. He might be. He wasn't? (laughs) That I recall. There's so many dudes. Yeah. There's like 40 guys. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking he was in Machete. Sure was. He's. Robert Rodriguez is machete, right, machete with Don Johnson. Um, I make it sound like they were the stars. <laughs> he was kind of funny in that movie, even though he's just a big. He looks like just a big fat Jim Belushi. <laughs> yeah, good, good Jim Belushi for the expendable scene. Oh, pretty sure that's the only kind of Jim Belushi. Uh, okay, so he looks like Jim Belushi, like. Richard Roper famously, not famously said, but it always stuck with me, one of my favorite reviews that he did. 
He's talking about, look at him. He looks like Jim Belushi now. Like, <laughs> like go to the gym. <laughs> uh, though he's not in Django Unchained, so I got a little <laughs> off track. Or The Expendables 2. Or The Expendables 2 or The Expendables 1. <laughs> but uh, it's funny that it looks like Jim Belushi. Con, do you have another bad movie to talk about? Um. Well, there's that g- Ghost Rider, <laughs> the urine uh, of fire. What was it? What was the the subtitle? The Spirit, of vengeance. Spirit of vengeance. I was gonna say heavy vengeance, but alas. Um, uh, this one's directed by the guys that did Crank, right? Oh, Neville Dean and Taylor. Yes. Yeah. I remember after watching the trailer, I was like, so it's just like Crank now. Except I didn't know that those guys had directed it. But it on it could be better, which is not saying much since Ghost Rider 1 is probably the worst movie me, Sean, and John all have seen together in theaters, maybe? It's definitely the most I've ever wanted to walk out of a oh, movie. Oh, the happening, yes. Anyways, this looks like it'll be really stupid and maybe fun. It's hard to say. Ghost Rider is pissing out a bunch of flames at the end of the trailer. Like, that's supposed to get people to go to see yeah. this piece of crap. If you want to could, maybe people are dumb. I believe there's also a scene where they shoot at him and he eats the bullets and then spits back out and it kills people. Well, that's, that's pretty badass. Almost as badass as CGI abs. Yeah, I, for some reason, I don't think Ghost Rider is going to be showing up in the Avengers. For some reason. It's a shame. Is he in there somewhere? Uh, well, he's Marvel, I believe. I believe Marvel he's Marvel. owns Ghost Rider. I always thought Ghost Rider was pretty lame, though. I just feel like it's hard to interact with a character who's always on fire. That was always my problem. I still can't get around that. Worked for the Human Torch. But he's also a skeleton on fire. Yeah, that's yeah but makes he's not like always it. on fire. Well, I guess Ghost Rider isn't either. Never mind. John, your number Whatever. two. My number two? Mm-hmm. My number two is The Dark Knight. God, we are just in sync. We are in sync. The Dark Knight Rises, the final installment of the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Trailer looks pretty epic. Um, I'm not as excited for this one as I was for the last one because the last one had the Joker, and that's really cool because he's like one of the greatest villains of all time. This one has Bane. Um, it's kind of hard. To, no one really knows what to say about Bane yet because we no haven't one really seen him in action. Saying. He's just like, the city Richard The British. Yeah. See, it's, but, it's not as bad, I don't think, in the trailer because he's not, you know, he's just kind of providing narration of the trailer almost but in in the scene before mission impossible that colin and i saw that he, he's actually having a conversation and i couldn't tell you a single thing that he said i could have told you like a word or two yeah okay, okay yeah you, you can understand uh, the occasional word but whole it. sentences were difficult um i kind of got what chris nolan was saying where you, you can kind of just understand the gist of what he's saying <laughs> instead of the actual lines but as someone who cares about the actual lines, it's kind of annoying. But that six minutes, or whatever, I think it was six minutes, was pretty amazing to watch. Uh, it totally sold me on 
this movie. Not that I needed to be sold, since Chris Nolan has a pretty good track record. The last Batman movie was pretty great. I don't know if you guys remember The Dark Knight, but it was like all of our number ones that year. Yeah. And uh, Christopher Nolan has yet to make a movie that's even remotely bad. They've all been pretty good. So I'm sure it'll be sweet. It's got the Pittsburgh Steelers in it. Boo. <laughs> yeah, boo. But it's cool. I really love that scene in the trailer where their football field is collapsing. That's really cool because it's just like, wow, I've never really seen something like that. A whole football field just collapsed. What an, what an effect. Um, and we already know my number one is the Avengers, so it's all it's down to this last pick of yours, John. The last – doesn't Colin have any more bad movies to talk about? All I can think of that is that Candyland movie starring out of the movie <laughs> we were talking about is, earlier. Is that is I that no real? I have no idea if it comes out this year. It's probably not because Adam Sandler was just attached to the project the other day. What about that Three Stooges movie? Oh, yes. That looks awful. <laughs> Which is weird because it had like an incredible cast when they were, you know, when this was in development. But like what? Sean Penn, Benicio Del Toro, and Jim Carrey were going to star in it. But then they realized how bad this movie was going to be, I assume. Now they got Will Sasso, the gay guy from Will and & Grace, and someone else. And Larry David's in the trailer, playing a nun. <laughs> and Snooky's in the trailer, playing Snooky. Oh yeah, so it's like modern day. And the Three Stooges are doing their thing. Are they, like, frozen or something? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, I think it's just, like... It's like a new story. Yeah. What I think is so sad is it seems like all the guys are doing pretty good impressions, but no way that movie can be good. I, I can't imagine. Like, like I'm always talking about, I think Will Sasso is really talented. He is really funny, but... Uh, he he just he he'll never have a career in movies or good television really. Showed up on Himium a couple oh, weeks yeah? ago. His second appearance in like years. He's just in a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Except for that Sum Forty One video. That was great. Remember that? Green, Green Day seventy five. Yeah. Green Day seventy five. I like when he moves the lamp. It's like I can't see you and he like hits his lamp. <laughs> So, if, if you're going to take away anything from this podcast, go check out that that music, that Sum 41 video for Still Waiting. Just the uh, Will Sasso's, just, yeah, you, you don't have to listen to the song. very good. Yeah, I guess not. Hey, but, um, on a totally unrelated, well, not that unrelated, but unrelated from movies, do you see that they released a Sum 41 pack for Rock Band? Yeah. Including Fat Lip, and it's got, like, the rapping parts, and they switch off for vocals. Nice. Uh just going to be dreaming about that in the next couple of weeks until, until I play a rock band again. Okay. So just go on to my number one. You bet. Drum roll. My number one most anticipated movie of 2012 is The Hobbit. <sighs> because the Lord of the Rings movies were fucking awesome. Peter Jackson's back. Uh, it's got... Um, what? What? No. I'm always like doing my like introduction, and then somebody says something, and I go, "What?" And then I to, I totally lose my train of thought. For the record, Peter Jackson lost a bunch of weight, and it looks like doing the hobby. He's put on a little weight, but he's not. He's not Lord of the Rings original trilogy fat. 
But, you know, it's got Martin Freeman, which is perfect casting as Bilbo, and Ian McKellen's coming back. It's supposed to have a lot of, like, people from the other ones popping up. I guess Christopher Lee's going to pop up. Um, of course, Gollum was pretty crucial to The Hobbit, so it'll be cool to see him again. Uh, I really loved the book as a kid. I mean, what's not to like? Everybody liked Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. It comes out during Christmas time, as it always does. It's just going to be... Uh, mass epic. Hopefully. As they say. Was this um, in two parts? Or yeah. Just one yeah. Part? It is in two parts. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where they break it, because... Does not yeah, seem the like Hobbit, the Hobbit has one part that seems like it could be the ending, and then it goes on for a while into a, a totally sweet battle. Oh man, they're gonna have the the dragon in there. Yeah, It'd be yeah. Cool. The first one's first one's called an unexpected journey, and the second one's called there and back again. Is it gonna be hella long? Both of them. Well, it's Peter Jackson, so I would bet on. Prob- they'll probably be long, which I don't mind. I had no problem with them being that long. If any movie is going to be long, it should be an epic fantasy film. I guess. Yeah. Ooh, I'm so excited for that one. I play, I'm planning on rereading the book again before, beforehand, just so when it comes out, I can bug people and be like, yeah, actually, in the book, that's blah, 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 blah. Because everyone really likes when people do that. Yeah, like that time we were in the theater talking about Batman and the guy sitting in front of us turned around joined in on a conversation even though we didn't know him or want him in our conversation oh Richard, now you got me thinking about when you me and Colin went to go see There Will Be Blood in Seattle and we're saying oh what trailer think we're going to see and John you said The Hobbit <laughs> and back then it was 2007 and the guy turns around and says you know they don't even have a director yet <laughs> that guy was pissed. that guy's like you're an idiot <laughs> Sean said it in like the most sarcastic way and some guy actually turns around and is like offended. Maybe he's like, but, it's probably Sheldon. You know what I'm saying? Well, God, there it is. Our Big Bang Theory reference. It's got to get one every week. <laughs> and I think that usually marks the end of a Top 10 Thursday. So uh, until next week, I'll see you guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah.